0: I want to take a quick second to promote a business that's a friend of the podcast and also a person who runs it is a friend of mine, and that is Sick Little Creations. So you can find it on Redbubble. There's amazing uh, stuff on there. You can find artwork, stickers, um, some clothing, a bunch of other stuff. Find it on redbubble.com. You can also uh, find more of her work at Pinterest, be sure to check that out. It's really amazing work. So any, at any time you have, you need know, to get a gift for someone, like I know we're, you likely just missed Mother's Day, but still you do have, you do a Father's Day coming up. There's still birthdays. There are a variety of other holidays, so you can go for it. So definitely be sure to check that out. And that's Sick Little Creations, and you can find that on Redbubble, and also be sure to follow her on Pinterest as well. Hi everybody, this is Matt Kirby and welcome to a brand new episode of Groupie and Harmony, a podcast all about music. Today we're gonna recap the Grammys, which occurred last night. I'm recording this on Monday, so they were occurred on Sunday. Um before I get into that, I'll just do a quick shameless plug promo. I have a Facebook page for this podcast called Groupie and Harmony. Make sure you give that a like. I post any updates about the podcast as well as any updates about my music blog, Feeling Groupie. So my last post for Feeling Groupie was uh, my relate to my predictions. They're just in uh, my predictions in order of how likely I thought each of the awards I predicted were. So, uh, we'll get into that, uh, that a little bit, and then um, I also have a separate face base- Facebook page for my basketball blog. Is well or Trademark yet? There should be a post coming out in the next few days. Um, now that the Grammys are over, I'll actually have some time since I'm not recording one, an episode every day. So I'll actually have some time to write some of that. So now for the gra- so with the Grammys, um, I will say one thing with that. Um, so I didn't wind up watching the Grammys, so I won't be discussing things that actually happened during the Grammys or anything like that. And the reason I didn't watch it, um, well, first off, I was at, a play yesterday during the evening, uh, DeRozan Hanson. I'd highly recommend it. It was a really good play. Um, And then uh, after that, I was prioritizing the South Carolina-UConn Women's National Championship for basketball. Um, And uh, congrats to South Carolina. I did predict they would win, so I feel like that uh, as much of a mess as the men's bracket has been, at least uh, I know that one. There was some felt like some sort of redemption, at least um, getting one of the brackets doing pretty well with one bracket. And um, at, by that point, there was only like two awards left or three awards left. So I just decided it, I was I was OK with not watching it at that point. So. Now, um, the uh, we ha- uh, so now for the awards themselves and and also I didn't watch any of the performances yet. I do have to watch some of them. I know, in particular, uh, Jean-Baptiste's performance is one that I really want to watch, so because um, I love Jean-Baptiste. Um, and there's a bunch of others, too. But, anyways, overall, with, my, with the predictions, I, uh, pre- I accurately... Pre- so there were 55 awards that I predicted. And, ultimately, I accurately predicted 24 of them correctly. What's a bit more painful about that is that in addition to those 24, there were 17 awards where the second most, the one that I thought was second most likely to win was the one that wound up winning. So if you include those two, those, then like, I mean, I got 41 of them were like either the most likely or second most likely, but then it's like, I still got like 40% of those wrong. So whoops. Um. I mean, that happens. I mean, at that point, so, I mean, at that point, if I got, like, 41 out of 55, it's like, what, between two of them kind of thing? Or it was most likely or second most likely, then it shows that I know something about what I'm talking about, but, wow, the fact that I managed to still, like, 17 of them was second most likely. I'm sitting there like, oof, this is a bit painful. But, anyways, so we'll break them down by category and just do, uh, just do a reflection of the ones I predicted. And, as I know, um, I as I did with my predictions, I'm only listing the, I'm for each nomination. I'm only listing the artists that recorded them. If, uh, record that nomination, if, uh, applicable. Um, and then if it's a film, I just, or TV show, anything like that. I would just like, I just wrote down the film name for these. So, um, we'll start out with best music video slash film. Uh, there were, two awards in that category that I predicted. I got one of them right. Uh, we'll start out with the one that I got wrong for this one. And that's Best Music Video. So the nominees, uh, um, for each of these, I'll just read them off in the order from Most Likely to Least Likely. But, so from Most Likely to Least Likely, I had Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. Montero, Call Me By Your Name by Lil Nas X. Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. I Get a Kick Out of You by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Shot in the Dark by ACDC, Freedom by John baptiste and Peaches by Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Givon. Yeah, I really didn't know on that one. I went with Happier Than Ever. Didn't feel quite right, but I wouldn't have predicted Freedom as evident by the fact that it, I had a sixth most likely. I'm excited for them, though. Um... I, I just... That was one that this year, I just didn't know. I really didn't. I don't feel bad at all about getting that one wrong. Um... Then the other award in this category that I'll discuss is Best Music Film. So the nominees for this one: uh, Summer of Soul, Bo Burnham Inside, Happier Than Ever, A Love Letter to Los Angeles, David Byrne's American Utopia, and Music Money and, and Music Money Madness, Jimi Hendrix in Maui. I so the winner was Summer of Soul, which was the one I predicted. And I'll be honest, I for a while I really didn't feel great about that prediction because I. When the nominees were announced, I was like, this feels like Bo Burnham's to lose. But then as it got closer, I'm like, you know, Summer of Soul makes sense. It did win the award for uh, Best Documentary at the Oscars. So I thought I started thinking that I went with it. Um, And I mean, uh, I, yeah, I got that right i mean i figured if it wasn't going to be right maybe there was a chance that it could be happier than ever but realistically i said it would if it the most likely one if it were to lose would be bo burnham inside um but still i nervously selected that one uh but that one i thought there were a few that were competitive in that regard because even like uh david burns american utopia there were years that that one i could have seen that one winning even so uh yeah, that one was a competitive field, uh, and even, like, me predicting that right, I still am, like, f- I still feel a little bit of luck was involved there. Um, the next award we'll discuss is production, um, and or category, rather, not award, um, so we'll t- discuss the production category, so um, there were three awards that I discussed in this one, um, and I got one out of the three right, so we'll start out with the first one. And that is what, the one that I got right, which is uh, Best Engineered Album Non-Classical. The nominees for that one. Uh, Love for Sale by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Dawn by Yeba. Notes with Attachments by Pino Pall- Palladino and Blake Mills. Hey What by Low, And Cinema by The Marias. Um, So Love for Sale was the one that won. That was the one I predicted. I f- felt best about that one because often it's one of the more popular albums one of the more well-known albums that winds up winning this one. And uh, this year that I said, Love for Sale is so much more well-known than the other ones. So I uh, uh, so I went with that one. Um, and uh, I felt fairly good about it. I thought there was a serious chance that Don could win it though, but I felt pretty good that Love for Sale would win it. Um, the next one we'll discuss is producer of the year, non-classical um nominees were Raj Chahavid um Jack Atinoff, Hit Hitboy Ricky Reed and Mike Elizondo or Elizondo excuse me um i so the winner was Jack Atanoff. i had him second most likely i had uh Chahavid winning um yeah that one i this one i felt different than usual i felt like that um with this year cuz i'm i didn't think Elizondo or Reed would win it. I th- I thought it'd be really cool to see a hit, but win it, but when I didn't think he would though. Really, the I figured it probably most likely probably would have been Travador Antonov. Um, but even then, this year it was weird because a lot of times there's like one the winner, um, has like produced a bunch of Grammy nominated stuff. And I mean, really, the main Grammy nominee release that Jack Antonov produced was evermore which was nominated for one category and then uh and he was wasn't the sole producer on that one and then um for a um that one his big uh product has big work with production he did produce some of the songs uh he was the producer for some of the songs on doja cat's planet her including uh including kiss kiss me more so I thought that because he ultimately the songs he produced were uh were had more nominations. I thought that I had him just being the slate front runner, but honestly, I mean that one I was like, I don't feel like one necessarily stands out above the other in that case. Uh so I don't feel bad at all about getting that one wrong. Um the last one we'll discuss is best remix recording. Uh the nominees for this one. Met him last night, the Dave Audi Remix remix uh dave audi was the remixer it was originally sung by demi lovato featuring ariana grande uh constant craving fashionably late remix uh tracy young was the remixer uh originally by katie lang back to life booker t kings of soul sada dub uh booker t was the remixer soul to soul uh, released the original song talks maramasa remix um alexander Crosson, aka maramasa um Made the original uh, remix the song rather PVA uh, released the original song, Inside Out, Escape Dream remix, uh, Escape Dream uh, was the remixer Zed and Griff released the original recording, Born for Greatness, uh, Simic remix, Spencer Bastin was the remixer. Okay Simic. uh Papa Roach was the or uh, released the original song, and then Passenger Mike Shinoda remix, Mike Shinoda was the remixer. Deftones released the original song. So, Passenger wound up winning this one, and humorously enough, that one was the one that I thought was the least likely. In fact, off the bat, I thought that Born for Greatness and Passenger had little to no shot there. I thought that Passenger was by far the least likely one because I thought that, even though Deftones had a couple nominations this year for the Grammys, I thought that just because they had enough, or their music, I thought would be, just be weird enough that people wouldn't consider them to begin with even though Mike Shinoda does have a following as popular, um, I just figured that I didn't expect them to win that one. And it's weird. Cause normally they're, uh, cause a lot of years, the winner is there's one song, one remix that winds up being immensely popular, uh, compared to the others. This one didn't really have that kind of same level of popularity compared to other years. So I, uh, Often what happens is an artist uh, a song by an artist who is really popular, uh, winds up being the winner. And I mean this year I figured, well, you know, Demi Lovato and Ariana Grande kind of fit the bill best between uh uh between them, Katie Lang, Soul to Soul, BBA, Zed and Griff, Papa Roach, and Deftones. So I'm yeah, I'm I'm surprised that Passenger One. I I didn't listen to the remix, so I'm not so I'm not gonna say so I have no comment on whether it should have or not, because I haven't listened to it. Um so I just would not have predicted that one bit. Uh the next category we'll be discussing is best music for visual media. Uh that one there were three awards in that one that I uh predicted. I got one partially right. I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, so, uh, and this one, the other two actually, I, I came close and it was like, erg. Um, so, the first one is uh, the first word we'll discuss is best compilation soundtrack for visual media. The nominees were Respect, The United States versus Billie Holiday, One Night in Miami, Dear Evan Hansen. In the Heights, and Cruella. Kind of ironic how Dear Evan Hansen was there when I just, on here when I just saw that play last night, actually. Um, so, the winner was The United States versus Billie Holiday. I predicted Respect. I figured it would be one of those two. Um, ultimately, I went with Respect because I thought it was the more well-known film, and I thought that and I figured that uh, the sound, I figured that in that case, because it's a more well-known film out of the two, I thought that probably the soundtrack might be more well known than the other ones Um, and also I mean normally I would have felt good predicting a musical but this year um, In the Heights was a bit of a box office bomb and then uh, Dear Evan Hansen was uh, I didn't see the movie but from what I heard it was a total disaster of a film and it also was a massive box office bomb so uh, yeah I mean it's whatever Um, (laughs) I figured it was one of the two chose the wrong one that's all Um, next award I'll be discussing is best score soundtrack for visual media. The nominees for this one were Soul, Dune, The Mandalorian, Season 2, Volume 2, Chapters 13 through 16, The Queen's Gambit, and Bridgerton. Um, so this one was a tie. It was tied between Soul and The Queen's Gambit, so both wound up winning it. I predicted that Soul would be the winner, but I thought that was actually going to be really close between Soul and Dune. Um, considering that both of those won um the equivalent award at the Oscars with soul winning it uh f- uh in uh, last year and then dune winning it this year um I had Quintus Gambit a little bit low uh, lower admittedly I think that in retrospect I probably should have had that one higher than the Mandalorian um but I mean at that point to manage model I wouldn't have had it above dune. Um, I'm still counting, when it's a tie, I'm still counting it as a win for me if I get one of them right. Um, I probably wouldn't have predicted the Queens gave it for this year. But, I mean, it is funny because I thought that one was a bit of a loaded category. I looked at those and thought that really, like, I I mean, if it wasn't, if Soul and Dune were nominated this year, I was like, the other three feel like they could be winners. So, um, uh, that's, so that one, I mean, I'm just, I'm glad I got one of them. And I do think it's kind of cool to see, like, an award that isn't one of the major televised awards be one that really is uh, pretty competitive. And the last award I'll discuss in this category is Best Song Written for Visual Media. The nominees for this one were Fight For You uh, by Her from Judas and the Black Messiah. All Eyes On Me by Bo Burnham from Bo Burnham Inside. Here I am, singing singing my way back home. Uh... Actually, let me pull this up because I don't have them written down. I was going with the first few off the top of my head. Um, Excuse me. Um, It was... uh, um, I want to say Jennifer Hudson. uh, Yeah, um, Jennifer Hudson performed that one. It was from Respect. Uh, Speak Now... Uh, which was by Leslie Odom Jr. from One Night in Miami. Agatha All Along by Christian Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez featuring Katherine Hine, uh, Eric Bradley, Greg Whipple, Jasper Randall, and Gerald White from WandaVision. And, uh... Um... All I Know So Far by Pink from Pink, All I Know So Far. Um... So, ultimately, I had predicted that... Alright, so the winner was All Eyes on Me by uh, by Bob Burnham. I had went with Fight For You by her. Um, I... I can't remember which one I said as the one to watch. It might have been that one. Um, Alright, well, I've been the All Eyes on Me. I had that as the second most likely. I thought that there was a serious chance. I thought that that one, realistically, there was a chance it could win. Um, But ultimately with fight for you because I mean, it got all sorts of nomin. It got like other nominations in particular was nominated for song of the year. So I figured in that case, I mean, I, it wasn't like it was but be- close between those two. I felt pretty good going with fight for you. Um, so I was surprised to see all eyes on me, even though a lot of years I would have gone with all eyes on me. No questions asked, uh, just fight for you. happened to be nominated the same year, so I didn't go with it. Um, Next up is comedy. There's one award in comedy, and that's Best Comedy Album. Uh, The nominations for this one were uh, Thanks for Risking Your Life by Louis Black, Zero F's Given by Kevin Hart, uh, Sincerely, Sincerely, Louis C.K. by Louis C.K., Evolution by Chelsea Handler, The Comedy Vaccine by Lavelle Crawford, and The Greatest Average American by Nate Bargetts. Um... So, ultimately, the winner was Sincerely Louis C.K. by Louis C.K. Um, I didn't predict that one. I predicted Thanks for Risking Your Life by Louis Black. I really don't know why I predicted that one in retrospect. I think it was just because he's won a bunch of them, and I didn't... Th- I I don't know exactly. I think that was probably why, and I, I mean, because it makes sense. I wasn't, I wasn't surprised to see Louis C.K. win it, though, and I know that there is... Um, there is controversy surrounding the fact that they both were, but they, they, that he was a winner on that one. But I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm not that surprised to see him start making this comeback at, that he has started to make. And I'm re I mean, even before, well, I didn't predict the nominees for anything other than the general field prior to the nominees being announced. I, I predicted that, uh, I figured that unofficially predicted that I, fi- I just figured that um sincerely sincerely Louis C K would wind up getting a nomination for that one um I I just figured it probably would and, I mean and I'm not surprised to see it winning um, the next category is uh spoken word there's one award in this category and that's best spoken word album. The nominees for this one were A Promised Land by Barack Obama, 846 by Dave Chappelle and Amir Suleiman, Carry On, Reflections for a, a New Generation from John Lewis by Don, Ch- Don by Don Cheadle, Catching F- Catching Dreams, Live at Ford Knox uh, Chicago by Jay Ivey, and Aftermath by LeVar Burton. So the winner was Carry On, Reflections for A New Generation from John Lewis. I had that one third. I... In the episode, I was really saying that it was between, it was between, um, a promised land and a 46. I, I don't know why I didn't put John, uh, that, the, um, the third one in the mix with that one. It makes sense for it to win. Um, that said, I mean, ultimately with my, with my, in order, I still had it as the third most likely. I just was treating it as if it was a two recording, a, to recording race when in retrospect, I or not even in retrospect, but like not long after I released that episode, I thought, I don't think that's, I don't think I'm right there. I think it's, I need to give, I think I'm being too harsh on this one. Still, I wouldn't have predicted it over the other two. Um, just based on history, um, A Promised Land sounded like the the one that would have won. Um, so and so would 846, but still, I mean. It makes sense that uh, this one that this one won instead. Um, next up is global music. There are two category uh, two awards in this the category, and I didn't get either of them right, which was really funny because I actually said on it that uh, it was one artist award. Both of them were one artist award to lose, and he didn't win either of them. So um, the, first off, we'll start out with best global music album. The nominees for this one were. Uh, Made in Lagos uh, Deluxe Edition by WizKid. Mother Nature by Angelique Kidro. Uh, Legacy Plus by Femi Kuti and Mare Kuti. Uh, Voice of Bon Bon, Volume 1 by Rocky Dawuna. And East West Players Presents Daniel Ho and Friends Live in Concert by Daniel Ho and Friends. Um, the winner was Mother Nature by Angelique Kidro. Um, I said it was WizKid's award to lose. Whoops. Um, I had. Actually, Kidjo was my one to watch, and I had her as the second most likely. I think I was thinking if, for some crazy reason, WizKid didn't win. And it wasn't like it was between the two. It was just, I said, if, for some crazy reason, he uh, Kid jo, uh, WizKid didn't win, Kidjo would win. Because, I mean, she's just that uh, well-known and respected in the genre. I, yeah, I didn't think that. Uh, I thought WizKid would win. Fairly easily, though. Um, so I was wrong about that. And then, um, next up is Best Global Musical... Best Global Music Performance, rather. Uh, nominees were Essence by WizKids featuring Thames. Uh, O by Yo-Yo Ma and Angelique Kidjo. Pa-Pa-Pa by Femi Kuti. Uh, Mohabbat by Aruj Aftab and Do Yourself by Angelique Kidjo and Burnaboy. boy Um... The winner was Mojave by Rujef Tab. I thought it would be Essence. Um, Essence was just so really popular, and I thought that there would be that it would get enough attention to that. I think that because this one was interesting, because I think that there was a certain level. Because I mean, there realistically, I this is the first year this category has existed, so I wasn't a hundred percent sure how voters would respond just based on because there was no history, so I didn't know if, for instance, you'd get a Bunch of like, I thought I figured that probably uh, voters would see all the nominate look at all the nominations and say, Oh, I do, I kind of want to vote for WizKid for these two awards, um, like for ones that weren't necessarily experts in that. But I, I think what I don't think that happened. I think that I don't think you saw that for it. So I think that my estimation that it was WizKids to lose clearly was wrong. Um, and so, um <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was funny because Rouge F-Tab, I didn't, I had her fourth most likely, but still, for this one, I said she is nominated for Best New Artist, and I mean, her album was acclaimed also, um, I know I was, uh, I rated it very highly, um, so I, I, I said that there was a chance, she was my one to watch, um, but still, I never would have predicted her on that one, I, again, thought it was Whiskers to Lose, um. (laughs) next up because let's keep up with the theme of me just totally botching things next category is reggae there was one award in that one best reggae album the nominees for that one are were live and Livin" by sean paul 10 by spice uh pomoja by etana royal by jesse royal positive vibration by Graham morgan and beauty in the silence by soja and wouldn't you know it, the winner was the one that I, said on, that I said on the air, or on the podcast, had no shot of winning it, and that was Soja. And here's the deal. I mean, so I predicted Sean Paul. I didn't feel like there was one that necessarily really um, was the clear and obvious choice, but I thought Sean Paul was the closest to that. The catch with that one is that I, with Soja, historically, almost every winner of this award was from Jamaica. So I didn't think an American group would win it when you have multiple Jamaican artists eligible. So in that regard, I just thought from a historical standpoint, the odds are really against them in that regard. Um, If that was the case, then they overcame the odds. Um, I think this is more just clearly showing I'm not an expert in that field and uh, (laughs) missed something clear and obvious there. Um... Next nominee, next a uh, category rather, is American roots, and uh, there were six awards in this one. I got one right for prediction, but humorously enough, there were four of the awards that I happened to have the second most likely one actually won it. So, anyways, we'll start with best American roots performance. Nominees for this one were "Same Devil" by Brandy Clark featuring Brandy Carlisle, "Cry" by John Batiste. "I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel How It Would Feel to Be Free." by Blind Boys of Alabama and Bella Fleck. Love and Regret by Billy Strings and Nightflyer by Allison Russell. Um, the winner was Cry by John Baptiste. I seriously considered having a it. Ultimately, I just didn't feel great betting against uh, Brandi Clark or especially Brandi Carlisle. Um, so I couldn't bring myself to predict that one. Is there another universe that I would have predicted that one? Possibly on how scared i would be about betting against brandy clark and brandy carlisle that was the reason i didn't i didn't select that one um but yeah so i don't feel bad about getting that one wrong um the next award best american Roots song uh nominees for that one were cry by john batiste diamond studded shoes by yola avalon by and giddens with Frances- francesco teresi call me a fool by valerie june featuring carla thomas Night Flyer by Allison Russell and Board by Linda Chorney. Um I had pre- The winner was Cry by Jean Baptiste, I predicted that one. I just I think it was more so for me. Um it did feel like one of the front runners to begin with and then also uh I just figured eventually he was nominated for I think he had 11 nominations. Eventually he's bound to win a, a couple a few of these. So I felt I felt solid predicting that one. Um the next, uh, the next award is Best Americana Album. Um, nominees were "Stand for Myself" by Yola, "Leftover Feelings" by, J- uh, John Hyatt with the Jerry Douglas Band, "Downhill from Everywhere" by Jackson Brown, "Outside Child" by Allison Russell, and "Native Sons" by Los Lobos. And wouldn't you know it? Again, I, I, Los Lobos. I felt like had, had by was by far the least likely to win it, and they won it. Um, yeah, I just think I misjudged. Uh. I think I just misjudged how, uh, res- how um, respected and praised their album was. Um, I clearly otherwise <laughs> I would have had them higher, um, and I mean even there I just br- I really didn't feel like that they would win it. I thought I could make a like I th- was having the most difficulty coming up with a case for them winning. So yeah, in other words, I was just flat out wrong pretty badly. Um, next category we'll go to, or next award rather, we'll go to is best bluegrass album. The nominees for this one were Cutting Grass Volume One, The Butcher Shop Sessions by Sturgill Simpson, My Bluegrass Heart by Bella Fleck, Renewal by Billy Strings, Music Is What I See by Rhonda Vincent, and A Tribute to Bill Monroe, The Infamous String Duster by The Infamous String Dusters. The winner was My Bluegrass Heart by Bella Fleck, and that was the one I had the second most likely. I really didn't feel good betting against him on this award because he won it several times. But ultimately, I just said, "You know what? Sturgill Simpson has popularity in a bunch of different genres. Let's go with him." So yeah, I did it. <laughs> that time I uh, that time I shouldn't have bet against Bella, um, Bella Fleck. I guess. Um, next up was a uh, best contemporary blues album. The nominees for this one were Delta Cream by The Black Keys, featuring Eric Deaton and Kenny Brown. 662 by Christone Kingfish uh, Ingram. Royalty by Joe, by Joe Bonamassa. Uncivil War by Shamika Copeland. And Fire It Up by Steve Cropper. So the winner was 662. I... Had that one second most likely, but make no mistake, I didn't think that would win it. I, I thought didn't I think I had too much of a chance because I thought Delta Cream would win this no problem. I was shocked when it didn't. Um, I did. I was thinking. I mean, that was uh, six sixty two was my one to watch. I thought though that if anyone were to win it, it would be uh, Kingfish Ingram. But I, I mean, anyone to win it besides Delta Cream, I should say. But I thought the Black Keys had that in the bag. Um, and the album... Receive good reviews was by far the most popular, most commercially successful album on it, of the bunch. So, I thought that would sway it. Um, yeah. I'm glad for um, Ingram that he won it. I just wouldn't have predicted it. Um, and finally, best folk album. The nominees for this one were uh, "Blue Heron Sweet by Sarah Jarosz. "They're Calling Me Home." By Rionan and Giddens and Frances- Francesco Teresi. Long Violent History by Tyler Child- Childers, One na- One Night Lonely Live by Mary Ch- uh, Chapman Carpenter, and Wednesday Extended Edition by Madison Cunningham. Um, the winner for this one was "Calling Me Home." I went with Blue Hair and Sweet. I really didn't know on this one. Um, I thought it could be any. I thought it could be any of them on the mix. Um, I ultimately went with Blue Hair and Sweet just because of uh sarah history with this with the uh winning awards especially in this category compared to the other ones that said i'm ecstatic that they're calling me home won that one i really thought that one was an amazing album so i'm excited for them um and i'm not mad at all that i got it wrong i'm just excited that uh (laughs) i'm excited that an album that i thought was an excellent album and near the top and like it was definitely my top 25 albums of the year i don't remember where it ranked but I was really glad to see that one win an Oscar, Grammy. Uh, like nope, not Oscars. Um, and also, actually, one thing that I did mention with the best contemporary blues album. The funny part was that I literally predict. I literally only made a prediction for that one because I thought that Black Keys was such a lock for that one that I thought I'd get it right. So, <laughs> oops. Um, next category we'll discuss is Latin, and I did better with this one. I got two out of the three right. I discussed, I mean, I predicted three awards for this one. I got two of them right. Um, So the first one was, we'll start with the one I got wrong, which was Best Latin Pop Album. Nominees for this one uh, were uh, Revelation by Selena Gomez, Mendo by Alex Cuba, Hecho Hecho a la Antigua by Ricardo Ariona, Miss Manos by Camille, Vertigo by Pablo Alboran. And Miss Amores by Paula Arenas, uh, the winner was Mendo by Alex Cuba. Either one in the second most likely. I this one was a funny one because I really did think that a bunch. I didn't feel like there was one necessarily huge, huge, huge front runner. My prediction was Selena Gomez's album, but that one, that one I felt like was a risk because she'd never actually been. This was her first Grammy nomination. Ultimately, I I didn't. I because I didn't feel great going with anyone necessarily. Um Alex Cuba I had as my second most likely. He wasn't my one to watch, I had Camillo as but uh my one to watch. But still at that point I'm I'll be honest, I don't think I would have been shocked with any of them. Um any of them had won. Um I was not shocked to see Alex Cuba win. And I 'cause I was seriously considering him, but ultimately I felt like that uh I just looked at that and said, No, I think Selena Gomez is uh, the most likely winner. Whoops! um. The next category is Best Musica Urban Album. The nominees for this one were El Ultimo Tour del Mundo by Bad Bunny, Sed Miró Del Amor uh, y Otra, Otras Demonias by Kali Uchis, Jose by J Balvin, KG0516 by Carol G, and Afro Disiaco uh, by Ra Alejandro and also my apologies for any mispronunciations in this category. I am, uh, I, I am not good with Spanish. I didn't take Spanish in school. Um, I took German, which, uh, in retrospect, maybe I should have taken Spanish. <laughs> I probably would have had more success with Spanish or Latin in my real life, real world life. Cause I think I've used German once in my lifetime for something that like took like thirty second or minute or something like that at work. Um, but yeah, anyways, I felt really good about predict. The winner was Bad Bunny for that one. I felt really good about Bad Bunny winning. I would have been shocked if it was any, or I, I wouldn't have been that shocked if it was Caliotes. Um, actually, I guess any of them I could. Let me phrase that. I think any of them ha- actually did have a serious, serious chance, serious competition for the award. Just I felt like Bad Bunny was a level above any of them, honestly. So that's I felt really good predicting Bad Bunny for this one. And the final award in this category they'll be discussing is Best Latin Rock or Alternative Album. Nominees for that one Origin by 1S, Sonitos de Car- Camatica Res- Resonancia by Zoe, Miro La Que Me Hicesta Hacar Deluxe Edition by Diamante Electrico, Deja by Bomba Estero, El El Madrileño Leno by C. Tangana and Columbri by Nathik Palusa Paluso um I don't know why I keep calling or ending her name with Palusa instead of Paluso my apologies um I predicted uh Juanis would win this one he did I I did, I was a little bit nervous it was funny cuz there were a couple that I was a little bit nervous going against the biggest one was Zoe um whose last album won this award Ultimately, I felt pretty good with Wannis given his uh, Grammy history and also his massive popularity. Um, I was hoping C Tangana would win it personally because I loved his album. But uh, hey, um, I at that point, I'm just glad I, got, I I'm just pleased with myself that I got it right because I would have really I I honestly would have been a, a little bit surprised if anyone other than Wattis was, and I guess to a lesser extent Zoe had won it. Um, the next award or category we'll be discussing rather is gospel slash contemporary Christian music. I, there were five awards in that category. I predicted all five of them and I got four of the five, right? Which was really cool. This was really awesome to see. Um, and I felt pretty good about a bunch of them too. Um, but some of them I didn't, uh, there was a couple that I'm like, there. I might be wrong on this one. Um, when I predicted them. So the first award we'll discuss is best gospel performance slash song. The nominees for this one were Never Lost by C.C. Uh Wait Wait on You by Elevation Worship and Maverick City Music. Voice of God by Dante Bowie featuring Stephanie Gretzinger and Chandler Moore. Joyful by Dante Bowie. Uh, and Help by Anthony Brown and Group Therapy. Um, I predicted Never Lost, and that was the one that won it. I, I didn't think the Dante Bowie songs would win because I just figured he was nominated three times the two times that i mentioned and uh also being a member of maverick city music i think the one that i really thought gave the best was gonna give the best biggest competition was wait wait on you because elevation worship and maverick city music both of them really exploded this uh recently especially maverick city music so i they're really on the rise so um i uh i ultimately went with uh I'll throw it with Widens though, because I felt like she's had so much success with the with winning the Grammys, especially in these categories, especially in the go- uh, gospel performance song. So I figured I felt really good predict- I felt best predicting her for that one. Um the next award that we'll discuss is Best Contemporary Christian Music Performance Song. We win by Kirk Franklin and Lil Baby. Hold Us Together. Hope mix by her and Tyron Prince. Believe for It by CeCe Winans gyra by Elevation Worship and Maverick City Music featuring Chandler Moore and Naomi Rain. And Men of Your Word by Chandler Moore and KJ Scriven. Yeah, I, um, the winner was Believe For It, my Cece Winans. I had that third most likely. I thought We Win would uh, ironically win. Um, I thought that it would be either that one or Hold Us Together would be the two. I thought those two were the frontrunners. I had a little bit of doubt myself betting against CC Winans. I guess I didn't have enough doubt, though. Um, I wasn't that shocked to see her win it, because um, she is immensely popular in the industry, um, so the fact that she won it didn't surprise me too much. I didn't predict it. I'm not even going to try to say I was... It was even one of the top two that I was saying, or, like, I was seriously considering it. I did think about the time below uh, we win and hold us together. Um, I don't know why. No reason. I... Yeah, I guess mainly actually no, I, that's not true. I guess mainly because um you have like artists that have crossed over and I mean in recent years artists who did cross over uh who did cross over uh did wind up having popularity in some of these categories. So um I thought that it I thought that was a possibility. I thought that the, the one of those two would win it, but hey <laughs> um I'm not that surprised by the winner. Um, Next award we'll discuss is Best Gospel Album. The nominees were Believe For It by Cece Widens. Jubilee, Juneteenth Edition by Maverick City Music, Royalty, Live at the Ryman by Tasha Cobbs Leonard, Johnny X Molly, Live in L.A. by Jonathan McReynolds and Molly Music, and Changing Your Story by Jekyll and Carr. Uh, so the winner was Believe For It by Cece Widens. I predicted that one, but and that was mainly, as I mentioned before, cheap. Has had so much success in this category, but could I just say this one? There were a bunch of, of ones that I realistically could see winning other other years, like um, uh, Maverick City Music. You, I'm expecting they'll be winning a bunch in the coming years. Um, and I mean, didn't feel great betting against Tasha Cobbs Leonard or Jonathan McReynolds or Jacqueline Carr even, um, because I felt like any of them had a serious chance. But ultimately, I just said, look. CC Widens. I pro. I think I, my thought process was literally. I thought Widens would have had the. I feel the worst betting against Widens. And, and I mean, I guess I thought also like which one is most, most, most likely. That's all. I just barely said believe for it. Um, the next award that we'll be discussing is be- best contemporary Christian music album. The nominees for that one were Old Church Basement by Elevation Worship and Maverick City Music, The Blessing Live by Carrie Job. Citizens of Heaven Live by Tarin Wells, No Stranger by Natalie Grant, and Feels Like Home Volume Two by Israel and the New Breed. Uh, the winner was Ultra's Basement. I predict that one. I felt really good predicting that one. Actually, um, I was not shocked at all when I saw that. I would I would have been shocked if it had been something else. To tell you the truth, um, the album was immensely popular. Both groups are really popular are rapidly rising popularity. So I was not one bit surprised to see that one win. And uh, last but certainly not least, um, the we'll discuss Best Roots Gospel Album. Nominees for this one were My Savior by Carrie Underwood, Alone With My Faith by Harry Connick Jr., That's Gospel Brother by Gaither Vocal Band, Keeping On by Ernie Haas and Signature Sound, and Songs for the Times by The Isaacs. Uh, Carrie Underwood won that one. That's Talk about uh, no surprises there. It would have been more surprising if anyone else had won that one. I thought... I- That one might have been the award that I felt safest without predicting that out of all of them, and ultimately it wound up being what I expected. Uh, Next up, we'll discuss the country category. There are four awards in country. I predicted all four, and I got three out of the four right. Um, With uh, the one that I got wrong, um, humorously, mightily wrong. Um, But we'll start with best country solo performance. Um, Nominees for this one were... You should probably leave by Chris Stapleton forever. After all by Luke Combs. Remember her name by Mickey Guyton camera roll by Casey Musgraves. And all I do is drive by Jason Isbill. which fun fact, actually this award gives Jason Isbill his first Grammy loss. Uh, he, he had never been nominated in country. He'd been nominated for, um, things in American roots. I think like America, an Americana album, and then a couple other ones in there. I don't remember exactly which categories otherwise, but, uh, um, but I, I felt so good. I mean, it's funny because even like Forever After All and Remember Her Name, I could see those winning and I-, I wouldn't have been too surprised to have seen them win if it weren't for the fact that You Should Probably Leave was nominated. Uh, was nominated. You Should Probably Leave wound up winning. I thought that one was... Uh, I thought that one was... Pr- uh, I don't necessarily want to say lock, but if anything else other than that one had won, I would have been shocked. Um, the. Ne- uh, the next award we'll be discussing is Best Country Duo slash Group Performance. Nominees for this one were Glad You Exist by Dan and Shay, Chasing After You by Ryan Hurd and Maren Morris. If I Didn't Love You by Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood. Drunk and I Don't Want to Go Home by El King and Miranda Lambert. And Younger Me by Brothers Osborne. And again, I. They were right after a case where I was spectacularly right, I was spectacularly wrong here. The winner was Younger Me, my brother's Osborne, the one that I thought was the least likely. Um, I'll be honest, though, I really didn't know on this one. Um, I mainly went with Glad You Exist because Dan and Shay had won, I believe it was the previous three times for this award. Um, I thought Chasing After You or If I Didn't Love You had a shot. And I mean, even Drunk had a shot. But I guess all of them I thought had something of a shot. But still, I wouldn't have predicted Younger Me. I. Clearly it was a more popular choice than I expected, that's to say the least. Um, Next category, or next award rather, is Best Country Song. Nominees for this one were Cold by Chris Stapleton, Better Than We Found It by Maren Morris, Country Again by Thomas Rhett, Remember Her Name by Mickey Guyton, Camera Roll by Casey Musgraves, and Fancy Like by Walker Hayes. The winner was Cold. I predicted that one solely because I didn't want to bet against Chris Stapleton on this. And I'll be totally honest, I really, I mean, I I really didn't know on this one. I think I, I and ultimately my one to watch was Fancy Like, which was the one I thought was the least likely to win. So, I mean, yeah, I got it right, but don't think it was because I had insider knowledge or I was an expert in this one. And I was an extreme expert in this award. I really didn't know on this one. Um, and f- lastly, uh, Best Country Album. Nominees for this one were "Starting Over" by Chris Stapleton, "The Marfa Tapes" by Miranda Lambert, John Randall, and Jack Ingram, "Skeleton" by Brothers Osborne, "The Ballad of Dude and Juanita" by Sturgill Simpson, and "Remember Her Name" by Mickey Guyton. I went with uh, the winner was "Starting Over." I predicted that one. I thought that one was a really safe choice. I, I'll be honest, I would have been surprised if it had been anything else. I thought that one was a front runner. I. I guess if there had been another one, that would have won. I, I it, the one that would have made the most sense would have been Marfa tapes. But still, I felt really good predicting starting over, and it wound up winning. Um, next up, we'll discuss the we'll discuss rap category. Um, there are four awards in that one. I managed to get one of them right. Um, and I will say these ones. I was this one was a little bit tougher for some of them. Um, so I, and a few that I really wasn't certain about, but uh, some of them I felt solid on and still got wrong. But anyways, um, the first award, Best Rap Performance nominees were My Life by J. Cole featuring 21 Savage and Moray. Family Ties by Baby Keem featuring Kendrick Lamar. Up by Cardi B and "Thought" yes, the word that rhymes with bit, uh, by Megan Thee Stallion. I uh, predicted... Uh, my life. It ultimately wound up being family ties. I think I thought that it would probably be one of those two. Although, realistically, I thought up also had a chance. Um. Yeah, I mean, what more can I say? Kendrick Lamar was uh, was uh, was on it. He tends to do well in this category. That's all. I mean, that's all I have to say on that one. I mean, I thought my life because um i thought because it was such a popular song j cole was on it uh 21 savages had popularity in that uh in the category as well at least for nominations so yeah i was wrong that's all um not surprised i was surprised to see it though um next award best melodic rap performance oh and actually with that one also because there were only four because drake also had nomination but uh but he pulled out um best melodic rap performance now Nominees were Hurricane by Kanye West featuring the, uh, the Weeknd and Lil Baby, Need to Know by Doja Cat, Pride of the Devil by J. Cole featuring Lil Baby, Industry Baby by Lil Nas X featuring Jack Harlow, and "Was Your Name by Tyler the Creator featuring Young Boy Never Broke Again and Ty Dollar Sign. Um, I went with Hurricane. I actually felt probably better than I should have on that one. Fortunately, I wound up being right. Uh. So, which is hilarious because, uh, after Kanye wasn't allowed to, uh, perform at the Grammys and, uh, the weekend effectively boycotted the Grammys for not nominating him for anything after he released After Hours, uh, they both wound up winning, which just makes me laugh so much. Um, but yeah, I, I figured that, I figured that Kanye would win something and I wasn't surprised to see him winning this one. I did predict that one also. Um... Next award is Best Rap Song. Nominees for this one were Bath Salts by DMX featuring Jay-Z and Nas. My Life by J. Cole featuring 21 Savage and Moray. Family Ties by Baby Keen featuring Kendrick Lamar. Um, Jail by Kanye West featuring Jay-Z. And Best Friend by Sweetie featuring Doja Cat. Um, the winner was Jail. I did not predict that one. I did not expect. I was I was surprised when I saw that one, Um for a couple reasons. First off, I thought that ultimately, because in the in recent years they have, if someone is uh like a legendary figure in rap or a really beloved figure in rap, they t- tend to win one of the uh, one of the awards. Often winds up being this one. So I felt solid predicting this one here. Um next i mean also and then even there i thought that my life and family ties were also more much more likely than jail so i never would have predicted that one <laughs> um and actually even i even considered best friend i even almost had best friend over it's more likely than jail even um i don't i don't know what stopped me from doing that honestly even um so yeah that was a big surprise to me um i guess i mean i'm Guess there were enough people that loved the song enough, I didn't think there were. Um, And finally, Best Rap Album. Uh, Nominees for this one. There were only four because Drake pulled out his nomination for this one. The nominees were Donda by Kanye West, Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, the Creator, uh, The Off Season by J. Cole, and King's Disease 2 by Nas. Um, The winner was Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, the Creator. Um, I predicted Donda. Honestly, I think at that point I... The only one I would have been a little bit surprised by was King's Disease Two. Though I was a bit, uh, if it wasn't going to be Donda, just for the sake of my predict- prediction being right, I would have hoped it would have been King's Disease Two, just because I thought that was the best out of the four nominees. But that said, I mean, I love to Call Me If You Get Lost. Also, so I'm really glad for Child of the Creator. I also thought any of them had a shot for being nominated, so I, I figured there was a good chance I would get that wrong, no matter which one I predicted. Um, next up, we'll go to R and B. Uh, this one, I thought this one was um, quite possibly the, the most exciting category. um, And there were five awards that I predicted for this one. Um, I got four of them right. Well, one of them was a tie, but we'll get to that momentarily. Um, Actually, we'll get to that right now because it happens to be the first one. Um, First award is Best for R&B Performance. Nominees were Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. Peaches by Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Gibbon. Damage by her, pick up your feelings by Jasmine Sullivan, and lost you by Snow Lebra. So it was a tie, as I mentioned before. Uh, the winners for that one were Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic and Pick Your Feelings Up by Jasmine Sullivan. Now, I'm, I'm excited for both of them. Honestly, I, I mean Jasmine Sullivan. This one, w- this one was her first Grammy win, even ever. And I mean, there has been a lot of people clamoring for her to win one. Uh, so I'm really excited for her that she won one she's really talented singer um and then uh for leave the door open uh that one I, I predict that one would win. um I wasn't all surprised to see that one um look at it now I don't know why I had peaches as second most likely i like looking back at it i don't, I would have had damage above it so I don't know why I did that I didn't think I would have had peaches a lot lower I didn't think I don't think that one would have had a chance in retrospect but uh, maybe that's Monday morning quarterbacking, but alas. Um, yeah, I'm excited for both of them. I'm counting it as a as a correct prediction because I got one of them. Um, so, I wasn't surprised to see Leave the Door Open. I was a little bit surprised to see Pick Your Feelings Up, but I was glad to see. I was glad for both of them. Uh, next up, Best Traditional R&B Performance. Nominees were I Fight For You by Her, I Need You by John Batiste, Born Again, by Leon Bridges featuring Robert Glasper. Bringing it on back... Ho- bringing it on home to me, rather. Uh, BJ the Chicago Kid, PJ Morton, and Kenyon Dixon featuring Charlie Burial. And How Much Can a Heart Take by Lucky Day featuring Yeba. I predicted... Uh, the winner was Fight for You. I predicted that one. I felt really good about predicting that one. I... That one just seemed like so much more likely than the other ones, in my opinion. And that wound up happening. I don't... I... I as much as I want to add more, I just... I really did feel really good about that one, Um, I think. um, Best R&B Song. Nominees for this one were Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic, Damage by Her, Good Days by SZA, Pick Your Feelings Up by Jasmine Sullivan, and Heartbreak Anniversary by Given. If I remember right, I believe what happened with this one was I originally was going to say Damage, didn't want to bet against Silk Sonic, went with Leave the Door Open instead, And Leave the Door Open wound up winning, so I'm glad I second-guessed myself, but that one was a really competitive one. I seriously could have seen any of them winning it. Like, I had Heartbreak Anniversary as least likely. I wouldn't have batted an eye eye had it won that one, though. Um, That was a really exciting category to watch. That was one that I was really uh, watching intently. Uh, But, I mean, ultimately... Am I surprised that Leave the Door Open won it? No, I did think that one was the most likely, I guess, but... Still, I thought that one, any of them realistically could have won it. Um, next up is best progressive R and B album. Um, nominees for that one were "Dinner Party Dessert" ter- by Terrence Martin, Robert Glasper, Ninth Wonder, and Kamasi Washington. "Table for Two, by Lucky Day, "New Light" by Eric Bellinger, "Mood Valiant" by Harris Coyota, my uh, Coyote Coyota, excuse me. Um, "Something to Say" by Corey Henry, and "Studying Abroad Extended Stay" by Masigo. It's funny. So, table for two ended up winning it. I had the second most likely, but I was so confident that dinner party dessert would win that I saw table for two won and like did a triple take. I was so shocked. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't that surprised. To s- I mean, uh, if dinner party dessert hadn't been nominated, I would have predicted table for two in that case, I wouldn't have been surprised. It shouldn't have been that much of a surprise to win. I just was so adamant that dinner party dessert was going to win. Um, but I mean, still, I did say that if I was thinking that if it wasn't going to, in the rare event that it wasn't going to win table for two would win, but still, I, I think that I was a bit, I think I was higher on the odds of dinner party dessert winning. And last but not least, best R and B album nominees for that one were a hex tale by Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, Back of My Mind by Her, We Are by John Batiste, Temporary Highs in the Violet Skies by Snow Allegra, and Gold Digger Sound by Leon Bridges. Uh, the winner was Hextails by Jasmine Sullivan. I really felt like this was a risky and bold prediction by having Hextails winning, which I probably shouldn't have been because, I mean, she has won, this album has won awards at other award shows, especially R&B and b gospel based ones, or like R&B and soul ones, rather. I... I really I so because I knew it was so risky I had dealt with this one but honestly I just knew that there was so much hype even leading up to the nominations for this award uh for the uh hex for this album rather so I thought that just because of the amount of hype I thought that would carry over into the oh into this cat into the this actual this award after the nomination so I was not surprised to see her win it I'm excited for her she is' a She's an incredible talent, and I'm really glad to see that she that not only has she won her first Grammy, but she's won her second one as well now. And now next up, we'll go to the Alternative category. There is one award in the Alternative category, and it's Best Alternative Music Album. Nominees for this one were If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power by Halsey, Daddy's Home by St. Vincent, Collapsed in the Sunbeams by Arlo Parks, Shore by Fleet Foxes, and Jubilee by Japanese Breakfast. So the winner was Daddy's Home by St. Vincent. I went with If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. I'll confess, as I was recording the episode, as I was discussing it, because uh, Daddy's Home, was I thought, was second most likely. I figured it would be one of those two. I uh, felt so adamant Halsey would win this. Then I started recording this, and I'm like, I'm starting to doubt this. I really think Daddy, at Saint, Daddy's Home could win this. And then just told myself, while I'm talking about Daddy's Home, I said, you know what, no. Stick with what you're predicting, and wow, did that really bite me in the ass? Um, that said, I'm, I think either one. I mean, both of them were good albums. Um, I'm, I'm not. I'm not surprised to see Saint Vincent winning this one. I really was scared betting against Saint Vincent in this category, and ultimately, I went between the two. I predicted wrong. Next up is Rock. Um, so there are three awards in the rock cat category i got three out of the four of them right you'll laugh a bit when i get to the one that i get r- got wrong and you'll probably laugh about the about how i got it wrong um first off we'll start with best rock performance nominees for this one were making a fire by foo fighters nothing compares to you by chris cornell shot in the dark by acdc know you better live from Capitol studio a by black pumas and ohms by deftones uh the winner was making a fire by foo fighters i predicted that one um, and one thing that I had said, said with all the ones that I predicted Foo Fighters for um, was that, you know, it'll be the sweet moment because Taylor Hawkins had just passed. I do just want also want to say that I the I do just want to clarify. I didn't say that just because I didn't make those predictions because I predicted Foo Fighters would win three of the four Rock Awards. I didn't make those predictions just because Taylor Hawkins had died. I realized afterwards I should have clear. I wasn't... I wasn't as clear as I would have liked on that one. Um, but I honestly would have predicted them before that just because there there was so much hype surrounding the album. Even though humorously enough, I was not a fan of it and thought it was one of their weaker efforts. But <laughs> um, that's why it's on my list of most underwhelming albums of the year. But anyways, um, yeah, I wasn't all surprised to see this one. I thought that if any of them were to... I mean, I guess I thought that ACDC... Or Chris Cornell could have won. I thought that Chris Cornell would have been the next, most likely. But still, I went with Foo Fighters there. Felt pretty good about it. Now we'll go to the best metal performance. The nominees for this one. Pushing the Tides by Mastodon. Amazonia by Gojira. The Triumph of King Freak. A Crypt of Preservation and Superstition by Rob Zombie. Genesis by Deftones. And The Alien by Dream Theater. The winner was The Alien by Dream Theater. I thought that one had a little to no shot of winning it. So you'd think that of all the awards that I that um I am the most expert in for uh, for the genre. Of course, th- I we probably wouldn't have I probably wouldn't have predicted that I would have bo- totally botched best male performance. Um I was excited for Dream Theater cuz I love Dream Theater. I love that song. Um I never would have predicted it. Um even though in most years I probably would have gone with predicted Deftones, I, I would have predicted Dream Theater over Deftones. The reason I had Deftones over Dream Theater was because Uh, I figured that, um, I, because there was just more lobbying and campaigning for Deftones from their record label than I had heard for Dream Theater. Um, I mean, for Deftones, it worked for getting them the nominations at least, but I guess worked for Dream Theater instead. Um, but I mean, I seriously thought that Pushing the Tides by Mastodon would win it. Um, their last album, they had a song that won in this category and they're, they're a really respected band of metal, so I thought that they would win it here. Um, and I thought that if they weren't w- going to win it, I felt good about saying Gojira would be the next most likely because they're rapidly rising and are, uh, are well liked in the genre. And then even there, I was eyeing Rob Zombie a bit because he's just popular enough in other in like crossover genres as well. Um, yeah, I, I let's just say I was very shocked to see. The Alien won it, though I am happy. I love that. I love the Dream Theater. I really like their last album. And The Alien, I I like that song also. Um, We'll go on to Best Rock Song. Um, Nominees for this one were Waiting on a War by Foo Fighters, Find My Way by Paul McCartney, Distance by Mammoth WVH, uh, The Bandit by Kings of Leon, and All My Favorite Songs by Weezer. I thought Foo Fighters were the most likely. They wound up winning. Um, I didn't feel great betting against Paul McCartney or Man of Helen Halen, but I felt, but I just thought, uh, Foo Fighters album was the most talked about one. This song, I figured that in that case, just because that and the song, uh, received some praise. So I thought that I felt fairly good predicting them here. And, uh, lastly, best rock album nominees for this one were Medicine at Midnight by Foo Fighters, McCartney 3 by Paul McCartney, Power Up by ACDC, No One Sings Like You Anymore by uh, Volume 1 by Chris Cornell, and Capital Cuts, Live From Studio A by Black Pumas, I went with Medicine at midnight by Foo Fighters. That one won. I felt really good about that one. Um, in other years, McCartney three or Power Up would have won, but I just thought because I th- I thought there was a serious chance that Foo Fighters could get nominated for album of the year. I didn't predict them. I didn't have them high up, but I would not have been surprised to see them get an album of the year nomination. That's why I went with. That's why I went with this one. I felt really good about going with this one. Next up, we'll go to, with dance and electronic music. Two awards in this one. Um, I got one right, one wrong. Um, we'll, uh... Um, we'll start out with the one I got right. Best Dad Slash Electronic Recording. Nominees for this one were Alive by Rufus Sol, The Business by Tiesto. Hero by Afrojack and David Guetta. Before by James Blake. "Loom" by Oliver Arnolds featuring Bonobo. You Can Do It by Caribou. And Heartbreak by Bonobo and Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs. Um... The winner was Alive by Rufus Dussault. As mentioned, I got that one right. I predicted that one. Um, I was nervous going into that one because there were a few that I thought were re. I, I figured. I thought, well, I thought there was a chance they could be before. I thought the three that would be between were Alive, The Business, and Hero. I especially didn't feel great about betting against The Business, but I just thought. Ultimately, I just said, you know what? I really think Rufus Dussault will win this one. And they did. Um. Next award, Best Dance Slash Electronic Album. Nominees for this one. Free Love by Sylvan Efso. Uh Subconsciously by Black Coffee. Music is the Weapon. Reloaded by Major Laser. Fallen Embers by Elanium. Shockwave by Marshmallow. And Judgment by Ten City. Uh, the winner for this one was Subconsciously by Black Coffee. I didn't go with that one. I went with uh, Free Love by Sylvan Esso. And I don't remember the exact wording I said for that one, but I th- it was something along the lines of I don't know which one will win this one. I really was a bit underwhelmed by this one. Um I'm not I was not that surprised to see Black Coffee win it though. Um I thought there was a serious chance that they could. Um I just went with So I didn't know, honestly. <laughs> I mean <laughs> none of them really jumped out to me. So hey. I figured there was a serious chance I could get that one wrong. I'm certainly not gonna lose sleep over that one. Um next category is Pop. There were four awards in that one. I managed to muster up one correct out of that one. Um, which, I mean, it was a competitive, cat, a bunch of competitive awards, except for the one that I said was Locke. Um, so, first award, Best Pop Solo Performance. Nominees for that one were Positions by Ariana Grande, Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo, "Anyone" by Justin Bieber, and Right on Time by Brandy Carlile. The winner was Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Um, yeah, I think that, I'll be honest with that one, I think, because I wasn't as sold that right on time or anyone would win it. I think I probably was most expecting that would be one of the first three, and uh, I probably would have been surprised if it had been the latter two, Uh, I mean the anyone or right on time, but I uh, I I, I feel like that in that one, so I won with Physicians. Um, I had driver's license as the third most likely out of the three that I thought I had a chance. But I feel like this is a case that if I had... Like, if you put me in, like... Because, of course, I would do, like, some nerdy... uh, I would go into uh, something inspired by, like, a nerdy uh, logical thing and philosophical thing. But, I mean, honestly, if you had put me in, like, ten different universes, I don't know which one would be the most likely out of them. I mean, I... Just because I said Ariana Grande winning this one, I get it might be Ariana Grande is the most likely one, but I don't know which one I would have as the most likely one out of the to beat the to or the one that I would select most in the three in the 10 different universes, but all of them would have been predicted. So, uh, that one I really didn't know. I thought it'd be one of those three. I really figured it was a crapshoot between the three, and it was really I felt like it could go with I could go with any of them. Um, next, uh, award best pop duo slash group performance nominees for this one where i get a kick out of you by tony get tony bennett and lady gaga i i oh, almost i don't know whether i was saying tony gennett or tony gaga there but um <laughs> not quite um kiss me more by doja cat featuring SZA, butter by bts lonely by justin bieber and benny blanco and higher power by coldplay so the winner was kiss me more i really think i was too high on i get a kick out of you uh, going into it. When I saw Kiss Me More when I, I for my first thought was, I'm not too surprised by that one. My second thought was ooh, I was way too adamant that I get a kick out of you would win this one. Um. Yeah. It, whatever. I'm, I mean, I'm pleased for, I'm pleased that Kiss Me More ended up winning it. I wasn't sure that Doja Cat would win anything on this one, but, I mean, I really liked her last album, so I'm glad to see that. I, I was glad to see her win this one. Um, next award is Best Traditional Pop Vocal Album. Nominees for this one were Love for Sale by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, A Holly Dolly Christmas by Dolly Parton, That's Life by Willie Nelson, Ladessi Sings Nina by LaDessie, Till We Meet Again Live by Nora Jones, and A Tori Kelly Christmas by Tori Kelly. Uh, the winner was Love for Sale. I thought that was a lock. I don't... I've talked about a bunch of why I thought that one well, was a lock in the episode predicting the pop awards. Um, I don't feel like i need to rehash that one honestly um and lastly best pop vocal album nominees for that one were happier than ever by billy eilish sour by olivia rodrigo positions by ariana grande justice triple chucks deluxe by justin bieber planet her deluxe by doja cat so the winner for that one was sour by olivia rodrigo when i first saw the winner for that one my first thought was i'm not at all surprised my second thought was Wait, which one did I even predict for that one? Because I thought any of them could have won it. Um, ultimately, I had gone with Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. I mean... Okay. I had a sour second, most likely. I mean, realistically, I thought any of them had a serious chance. Um, again, I think that probably... I think I was probably thinking that... Uh, again, Billie Eilish, Livio Rodrigo, and Ariana Grande had more of a chance. But even still, if it had been any of them, I wouldn't have been surprised. Um... Yeah, I really have no qualms about that one. Um, finally, we'll get to the general award. There were four, our general category, there were four awards in it. Um, and we'll get to them one by one instead of saying how many I got right for that one. Um, the first award that we'll get to is Best New Artist. Nominees for that one were Olivia Rodrigo, Sweetie, The Kid Leroy, Glass Animals, Baby Keem, Jimmy Allen, Phineas, Arlo Parks, Aru Aftab, and Japanese Breakfast. The winner was Olivia Rodrigo. I thought that was pretty much close to a lock. I think most people probably, pre- uh, anyone who predicting probably predicted her. Um, this one was just, I think this one was really tough to, uh, it was just tough to not predict her, I think, in that one. Um, next award, Song of the Year. Nominees for that one. Uh, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. Fight For You by her. Montero, Call Me By Your Name, by Lil Nas X. Peaches, by Justin Bieber, featuring Daniel Caesar and giveon Uh, Kiss Me More, by Doja Cat, featuring SZA. A Beautiful Noise, by Alicia Keys and Brandy Carlile. Bad Habits, by Ed Sheeran. And Right on Time, by Brandy Carlile. Uh, this one, I... So the winner was Leave the Door Open. And this one, I was... This one, I had a lot of difficulty predicting. I think this one, in the general field, was the one I had the most trouble with. Um... I, uh, ultimately went with Driver's License, though. I thought that, uh... I think I thought the four most likely would be Driver's License, Leave the Door Open, Happier Than Ever, and Fight For You. Um... Yeah, I probably shouldn't have bet against Silk Sonic there. (laughs) I didn't feel great betting against them, but... I... Yeah. Um... And then... We'll go on to Album of the Year, even though that was the last one that the Grammys actually announced. Um which I don't really get why the Grammy saved that one for last, but uh, that's a different rant for a different time because this one's already a lot of long podcast after a lot uh, after hearing from me a lot this week. Um, nominees for this one were Love for Sale by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Sour by Olivia Rodrigo, Donda by Kanye West, Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish, Evermore by Taylor Swift, Back of My Mind by Her, Justice, Triple Chucks Deluxe by Justin Bieber, We Are by John Batiste, Planet Her Deluxe by Doja Cat and Montero by Lil Nas X, the winner was We Are by John Baptiste, and uh, ultimately I predicted Love for Sale, um, mainly because of the lobbying and publicity campaign. Um, but I'll be honest, this award I really felt like any of them could win it, and like for instance, I didn't think Montero would win it, I was the least likely to win it, but I wouldn't have been surprised if it had won it. So I when I saw We Are wound up winning it. I wasn't surprised. I think a lot... There were a decent number of people that were surprised. I honestly wasn't. And that was just because I thought any of them could win it. Um, Would I have predicted it? No, I wouldn't have. Was I excited when I won it? Oh, you bet. Out of these nominees, um, the only one that I had higher up on my list of of best albums of 2021 was Montero. I had We Are third on my list, and I thought it was an excellent album, so I'm ecstatic to see that a lot of other people praised it as much as I did. So I was really excited for John Batiste. I really do love John Batiste. I think that he's such a talented musician, excellent performer, and just so skilled, and just seems like an amazing guy also. So I'm, I was, even though I got this wrong, I was ecstatic. Um, and, uh, lastly, record of the year. Nominees for this one were Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo, I Get a Kick Out of You by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. I Still Have Faith in You by ABBA. Kiss Me More by Doja Cat featuring SZA. Montero, Call Me By Your Name by Lil Nas X. Peaches by Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Giveon, uh, Right on Time by Brandy Carlile. And Freedom by John Baptiste. Um, the winner was Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. I went with Happier Than Ever. Um, Billy Osh was a two-time reigning winner of this. I didn't feel great betting against her. Um, I also didn't feel great betting against driver's license, or I get a kick out of you, or leave the door open. Oddly enough, I also didn't feel amazing betting against I Still Have Faith in You, even though I really didn't think I thought that one had less of a chance than the other four I just mentioned. Um, but yeah, this one's another one. I thought this one was competitive, so I, I, get, I predicted happier than ever, and felt like there was a good chance I could be wrong. Even though I didn't, even though I had less trouble making that prediction than I did with Song of the Year. Um, so ultimately, I got one of of four of the general fields, right? Um, I there were a lot of ones that were competitive. I got the one that felt like a lock, and I mean, for I mean, and really, I mean, even like for album of the year, I felt like that. Uh, if you were like, t- this was the one, really, that if you were to just write all of them on a dartboard, but just give them different scores, like none of them would necessarily be like one that was like the bullseye or the one that's really small in terms of how like in terms of likelihood um so i mean realistically i mean a lot of them would be like other ones um but yeah no overall um yeah my predictions um well i think i did okay there were a lot of competitive fields and uh categories and awards i uh do I wish I could have done better with predicting? Yeah. But there were a bunch that, in retrospect, I'm like, yeah. A few that I was like, yeah, in retrospect, yeah, I got that one wrong. A few in retrospect that I was like, oof, I was close between the two. Um, So, yeah, ultimately, most of them wound up being ones that I thought had a serious chance. I did have a few that I was spectacularly wrong with, which... That's always fun to see when that happens. Um, It's, it's still... It's, I still can't believe the one that... I Like, the one that I... like. One of the ones that I was most spectacularly wrong about was metal, um, but yeah. So, so with that, that's Grammy Week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening for the past a little more than a week now. Um, I know it was a lot of episodes in that span. Thank you for sticking with it. Hope you enjoyed it. I it does seem keep seeming to have popular reception and be popular enough to keep going back to it. And uh, torturing myself to keep recording episodes, but I do enjoy doing it, even if it is just a lot to like keep recording those episodes. Um, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you like the Facebook page for Groupie and Harmony. Make sure you like uh, the Facebook page for Is Baller Trademarked Yet. Be sure to check out uh, Groupie and Harmony and Is Baller Trademarked Yet. Um, or uh, I'm sorry, feeling Groupie and Is Baller Trademarked Yet rather the blogs. Uh, there'll be one coming out for. Uh, for is or trademark yet hopefully sometime in the next few days um i'm not sure when my next post for feeling Groupy will come out i'm not sure what my next post will be to be totally honest um there's a few that i'm considering between for it so we'll see what happens there um and um next episode i'll record it sometime next weekend um i'll probably release it sunday or monday maybe tuesday depending on that range i have a really funny one um a really fun one in particular, and uh, for uh, and two clues about what it will be without spoiling it for a, a main topic that I'll be discussing. Because I'll be doing the normal discussing some festivals and some other stuff. But first off, unless something drastic happens in between, then first off, when I said funny and then fun, that wasn't necessarily a misspoke. And second off, think about a date that happened during Grammy week. Anyways.